Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. You kind of entered that one into a little bit different. It, it felt weird. It felt like we were doing some, like, late night uh, yeah. talk show type of thing where, you know, I can't yeah. really say it on this podcast, but... Well, I was doing my head like this before you started, <laughs> and I, I think it kind of threw me off, so... <laughs> um, so well, get we your are request in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a 90s weekend here in Charlotte. Uh, uh, well, you know, the Panthers never played the Seahawks in the 90s. You know that, Jerry? Yes, I did. All right. Uh, well, we are talking about <laughs> Panthers, I mean, we did, I was just looking up stats and everything else, so that's why I knew that off the top of my head. Yeah. If you would have asked this, me that like an hour ago, I would know. This podcast is off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> just like the offense off the rails yeah, right and it's gonna get weirder in week three and that's what we're here to talk about panthers traveling all the way to seattle on a short week to play the seahawks we're gonna talk about it uh if you did not hear our uh recap podcast we did uh on tuesday uh go check that out we talked about some of the pff grades from that game and everything so Typically, we do go over those, you know, at the first part of the preview podcast, but we're not going to do that today. Uh, unfortunately, there is some news. Fortunately or unfortunately, I guess you, you could say. Um, nah, pretty much unfortunately. There it's is some news. <laughs> there is some news to talk about here, uh, and it starts with the quarterback. Yes, Bryce Young is has not practiced past two days. Most likely, will not be playing this Sunday. The Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, will probably get the start. Yay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, Andy Dalton is a, a very good backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't think the offense is going to look any worse with oh, him I don't either. at quarterback. Uh, in fact, it may look better just because he is a, he's a veteran. He's played in, you know, 120-something games or whatever it is. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to see Andy Dalton. No. Um, I want to see Bryce Young. And I was thinking about this today. Would I, would I rather Bryce play and we lose or Andy Dalton play and we win? And I feel weird about even asking that question because I no. want the Panthers to win. But I... I just want Bryce to to be out there, but maybe it's a good thing for Bryce to sit and watch. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was I was thinking. Sorry, I kind of interrupted yeah. you, but no, that's kind of what I was thinking when I heard this news too. Is yeah, it, I want to see Bryce. I you know yeah. I wanted him to kind of bounce back. I but at the same time, I thought the exact same thing. Hey, maybe he needs to sit down, kind of watch the game. And an injury, so he's not benched, is better than the other short week roughed up last week and thrown to the wolves. apparently like when did this injury happen because i he finished the game as strong as he played all season honestly he looked as good on that final drive as he's looked any other time now we talked about it the defense was playing soft and everything but he looked fine um and today you know i saw some practice video of him walking to practice didn't have a limp didn't have a boot didn't seem to be favoring anything. Um, so I don't know when this injury happened, how severe it is. They're not really giving us any information uh, other than ankle. As someone who's rolled his ankles multiple times, 
back in my skateboarding mm-hmm. days and stuff like that. I've been able to continue on after I've rolled my ankle, but then like an hour or so later, it hurts. Now, yeah. I think that they probably could play him, but I don't know that. Like, if something like that happened where like later on it hurt and stuff, but they may be saying, hey, on a short week, he's looked rough. I don't want to risk it right now. And See, they, I, they're, I, they're playing cautious. I don't, I don't like that. Well, if that's the case, I don't like treating your franchise quarterback like he is so delicate you know if it's an ankle and he can move around okay and he can throw the ball i think you put him out there and i and i don't think that he is delicate i think he is a tough guy um and if he can play he should play that would be my opinion right yeah Uh, this season is not about going to the playoffs this season is not about winning the super bowl this season is about getting bryce young reps so next year and the year after and the year after that he's good you know he's better he's learned the game so i don't know i mean like i said i'm of two minds about it um you know a lot of stats have kind of come out this week that really show bryce is not the reason this offense is having trouble Right, mm-hmm. at least not the sole reason. Well, well, I think um, you need to describe those because of the simple fact that most people have not seen the stats that you've shown me yeah. and everything else. Yeah, I mean, you know, so we've we've talked about the separation mm-hmm. piece with the wide receivers, right? Uh, the Panthers have, if not the worst, among the worst uh, group of wide receivers in terms of separation, and that's you know how close the defender is to them. Are they open? Right in the league. Um, some stats came out this week that showed the accuracy throwing. So it was like a a graph where it had accuracy on one side and then, uh, like how open a receiver was on the other side. Bryce has the most accurate passes to open receivers, but the least accurate are the least open receivers in the league. So if you can move that open receiver box, even, 30%, Thirty percent, we're probably two and zero, right? I mean, these games have been close. Yeah, it's a, a, a small margin of error that we're losing here, and you know, another stat I saw was that uh, Bryce has holds the ball. His time to throw, I think, was the third highest in the league. And I've noticed that too that he probably does need to start getting rid of the ball a little bit faster. But who's he throwing it to? That's the thing. Is like if you watch if you watch the tape, there's nobody to throw it to. There's nobody to throw it to. And that's that's gonna rely on Thomas Brown and Frank Reich updating yeah. their scheme. I mean, I hate yeah. saying it. Like I know this worked for you in the past, but you're gonna need to start doing a lot more fast drags and slants for him. I mean, they gotta scheme these guys open, because if you're running these traditional routes and it's not working, the defense suddenly starts playing man-to-man on these receivers, which frees up guys to come rush the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing from behind, then you're going to be throwing more. I mean, we've seen 30, what, 38 passes in week one, 33 passes in week two. More than 50% of the offense has been passes. 
And if the defense is able to kind of pin their ears back and go after you because they know you're going to pass and they know that they can cover your receivers with one guy each, you're not going to have a lot of time to throw. And you already need the time to throw because you guys aren't getting open. It's just a bad cycle. And like you said, something needs to change in the in the way the offense runs because these guys just are not getting open. They aren't, and that's why you have an offensive coaching staff is to scheme them open. I mean, Adam yeah. Thielen is, is our star wide receiver right now, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek because he's not supposed to be. He, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to take, get those hard-to-catch, good route running, not stretching the field type of plays. Right. But no one else is. DJ Shark only had one game, but they didn't seem to want to go deep on him, even though there was plenty of opportunity to at least test it, and they did yeah. not want to test it. They should test it. They should test it early, and they should test it often. I agree to back and, up that defense. Yeah, and Shark is the guy. Like he's the he's the speedster on the team, and maybe he wasn't fully healthy last week. That's quite possible. He will be more healthy this week, hopefully. Um, so maybe you know maybe they'll try it this week where they didn't feel comfortable doing it last week. But he ran what? What did we say? Twenty seven routes, something like that, last week, and he had one target. Like that feels. Skewed, yeah. It's not enough <laughs> for for the guy that was his favorite target in training camp and his favorite target in the preseason when he played. That's not enough, and and he's your dynamic receiver. He's the only one yeah. that's going to be able to do those things that we've seen at least. Yeah, I mean, for he only has one reception, fifteen yards. Yeah, it was a flashy uh, one target. One yard. <laughs> I mean, it was a good good route and a good pass, but. You know, we've got LaVisca Chenault, who is a, a very dynamic type of receiver. Again, not the fastest guy in the world, but can do a lot of different things. You're not doing anything with him. Mm-mm. Uh, Chuba Hubbard had the second most catches in the game last week. That's You're not going to win like that. <laughs> you're just not going to win like that. No, you're not. Especially considering Chuba's not the greatest hands Right. Running I mean, back. Chuba Chuba has impressed me. He has done a lot with what he has been allowed to do with his, you know, the reps that he's been given. Uh, I am very impressed with Chuba, and all the things that I said about Chuba, I take them back because I think he's he's very good, and uh, I'd like to keep him around. I, ho- I hope that they utilize him more. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't say I'm taking everything back, but I agree. I think he's looked good this year. Um and I, ho- I w- want to see him a little bit more because Miles Sanders yeah. is not getting it done. He's, yeah. he's doing what he's told to do, but it doesn't seem like he ha- he's seeing the field well. Well, he's not doing any cutbacks. He's not, he's not trying to make anything happen besides go straight where that gap is supposed to be. Yeah, well, run the ball to the outside some. Like this is yes, this, uh, this offense is just not creative at all. It's this is I mean we've complained about this type of offense before with the Panthers. And it never it, it never works. Like do something fun. <laughs> now now again, this train has gone off the rails again as this is well, the news. You know. <laughs> segment. It's okay. That's okay. Um, either way, yeah. So likely Andy Dalton will start. I wouldn't expect to see 
too much difference in what he does versus what Bryce does. But Andy's a, he's a very different quarterback. He's seen a lot more than Bryce has. So if he is more productive, it would not shock me. No, me neither. Yeah. And not only that, I, I also think the simple fact that I think DJ Shark hopefully is a little bit healthier. And yeah. maybe he breaks out a little bit. And hopefully it'll be good for Bryce to sit down this week. And if they do, are, are if they are able to find some success with Andy, then translate that to Bryce when he comes back. Yeah. Let him do those things. If you start, if you go throw deep two or three times in this first half, right? Do that with Bryce. Let him do that. Yeah, Bryce He's got a fine it. arm. Yeah. <laughs> Weak arm was not on his tape no. at Alabama. He, I mean, he, he don't he's not going to throw it 80 yards, but he can throw it 60 oh, yeah. in the air, no problem. He, he doesn't know, have a Cam Newton gun. Right, like, he doesn't have a cannon. Yeah. But he's, he's got an arm that's more than good enough in the NFL to go deep. Yeah, more than good enough. Uh, all right, so not the only unfortunate injury this week for the Panthers. Shaq Thompson, we saw him go out last week. <clears throat> Turns out uh, he's going on IR. He broke his leg. Very, very unfortunate. Um, you know, we saw, uh, Gruget Hill come in and I thought did a very good job. Yeah. I think the PFF score for him was fairly high as well. So, um, in terms of replacing Shaq, you know, I think, uh, Shaq isn't the best linebacker in the league. You know, I mean, he's kind of, he's on the backside of his career. Mm-hmm. And I think Gruget Hill is going to be able to do a good job. Now, Shaq's very smart, very crafty, a veteran, knows where to be, you know, so we could lose some of that. But in terms of being dynamic, uh, you know, I don't mind seeing what Gruget Hill has. Uh, Deion Jones also promoted to the active roster, a guy that we brought in the preseason, we thought was going to make the roster and play a role, right? Mm-hmm. Got cut. <laughs> Brought back to the practice squad, so he's going to get his opportunity now. Um, so, you know, overall, I, I don't know that the, the defense is worse or much worse without Shaq. Is that crazy to say? Uh, my biggest fear is... I'll do respect I'll do respect to Shaq, by the way. Okay. No, yeah, I agree. I, I'm more the biggest problem with Shaq not being on this team is that captain. Is the fact that he, yeah. I believe he was the one who would get the plays, translate it for the defense, and get it out to them and stuff like that. I do worry that that could take a hit. Granted, I didn't see that issue last week when he went out. I don't know who took over yeah. that role, if it was Xavier Woods or someone else or Jeremy Chin, but that's my biggest fear with him being out. I, I, I agree. Gregory yeah. A. Hill looked solid in my eyes that I didn't feel like the drop off from Shaq to him was that noticeable last week. Yeah. The defense didn't look any worse after yeah. Shaq went out. And again, this is not no, no trying no. to drag Shaq or anything. We, we love Shaq. Um, and hopefully he heals up in his back next year. And, and, you know, he's, he's a very good linebacker. So, um, but from a strictly defense overall perspective, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see, what these other guys can do. So we've had, we've had Shaq on this team for a long time. Yeah. I mean, um, he is definitely, uh, is he a hall of honor guy in a few years? You think? I don't think yet. Does he reached that level. 
Oh, okay. Uh, okay. It, uh, maybe because the Hall of Honor is kind of backed up right now, but... Yeah. I mean, is he... Does he mean... Yeah, I don't think so. He doesn't reach the, the... He certainly doesn't reach the Luke level. I don't think he reaches the Thomas Davis level either. Oh, I don't think... He, he I don't just, think he's yeah. close on either one of those levels. Yeah, he uh, has the longevity, but pi- maybe not the the yeah accolades. Yeah. Quick question: John Casey yep. or Shaq Thompson? Oh, John Casey. See, I, I'm just saying, like, there's a backlog. Yeah. You just mentioned. Yeah. Some guys, even I mean, though John Casey, you know, cost us a Super Bowl, arguably. <laughs> uh, you know. All right. Um, uh, like I said, we did the PFF grades last week. Uh, check out our um, our YouTube if you're listening on the podcast here, Meow Mix Podcast. Throw us a sub, throw us a like on the video if you're watching on YouTube and you're not subbed. Go ahead and do that. That'd be great. Um, if you like the podcast, the audio version, you know, throw us a five star review on Apple or Spotify or whatever you're listening you know, uh, application is, uh, we'd appreciate it. It's the only way that we can grow. Yeah. Really is you guys helping us out. So we appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, all right. Now let's start looking ahead at Seattle. Now the Panthers are five and 10 all time against the, uh, the Seahawks in the regular season, uh, three and five at home and two and five on the road against Seattle. Hmm. Seems like we've been way more competitive than it, that. Yeah, but right? it, it does. But they've got our number for the most part. Yeah. So I got a quick question for you for our trivia here. Okay. The Panthers' highest scoring total against the Seattle has been thirty points. Okay. Any guess when the Panthers scored thirty points against Seattle? Twenty sixteen. Last year. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You could have given me 20 guesses, and I probably would not have said last year. 30 to 24, the Panthers beat them last year. Um, I, I'm trying to pull up the stats of this game. but that, Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, I would have never guessed that. No, no, that, that's a good one. Sam All Donald. right, now I've got a trivia for you. Oh, oh, okay. I've got a trivia question for you. Brian Burns related. Okay, your favorite guy. Brian Burns has 39 and a half career sacks. He needs two and a half sacks to move into fifth place all time in Panthers history. Who will he pass to move into fifth place all time? Fifth place? Fifth place. I'll give you a hint. It's not Julius Peppers. Well, no, Julius Peppers is one. <laughs> Charles Johnson is two. Mm-hmm. I'd assume Mike Rucker or Le... Kevin Green. Good guess. That's it. Kevin Green with 41 and a half. By the way, that was purely like me going through nice the list job. of the... Yeah. <laughs> That's a really nice job. Um, Dante Jackson, with whenever he gets... If he gets four more interceptions, he'll move into fourth place all time in Panthers history, passing Mike Minner. So, Panthers legend Mike Minner, Hall of Honor, Mike Minner. That one's a good question. I yeah. th- I think that would be. I could see yes on that one, and I, I could don't see that too. 
like a, a I don't want to say like a legendary one, but like one of the uh, old school <clears throat> guys. I, I see him being able to do that. Like a legends committee entry, right? Like the like he doesn't make the Hall of Fame, but like ten years later, they're like, you know what? He was really good. Yeah, that's let's give him let's give him the the honor. Yeah, I mean, I feel I like he made it. a couple Pro Bowls. You know, he, he was yeah. on that Super Bowl team. The pickings are slim. Yeah, for like great Panthers, especially and early we're a young on. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Minner, better than you remember. Yeah. Not you specifically, but the listener. Um, all right, well, let's uh, good good trivia there. Let's look at some injuries here. Unfortunately, the Panthers. Have a list. Uh, Bryce Young, as we mentioned, did not practice Wednesday or today, Thursday. Uh, likely to be out. From what they're saying, now he hasn't been ruled out officially, but uh, unlikely to play is what we've heard from the Panthers. So, would it shock me if Bryce Young's out there? No, but at this point, seems unlikely. Uh, Brian Burns, Justin Houston, Miles Sanders, all limited practice yesterday and today with a variety of injuries. Chandler Wooten and Amari Barno uh, both listed on the injury report, but listed as full practice participants today. Uh, Wooten was limited yesterday. So that's the list for the Panthers. Um, for the Seattle Seahawks, a uh, much longer list for these guys. And all we have is up to Wednesday. We don't have today's practice. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I just checked before we started recording because I was like, oh, yeah, they're West Coast time. They never put it on. Yeah. Well, they've got a long list of DMPs for Wednesday, and I'm going to just run through them. Kobe Bryant, cornerback. Charles Cross, you know, offensive tackle, left tackle, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, DK Metcalf, Jaron Reed, Will Disley, Julian Love, Tariq Woolen, Devin Bush, Boye Mafe. All DMPs on Wednesday. Uh, Derek Hall listed as a full practice participant. Noah Fant, Jamal Adams, full as well. And then Evan Brown, Phil Hayes, is limited practice uh, participants. So, some big names in the DNP column for yeah. the Seahawks. I a lot of big names, and a lot of them could not play, like Tarek Woolen, Charles Cross. Like, I, I just don't know how they would be able to come in. Like, a toe is a significant injury, especially for a tackle. Yeah, and a quarterback, you know, yeah, did not practice on a chest. I mean, I don't want to be too excited about injuries, but that's a lot of good news for the Panthers. Those are names. I mean, DK Metcalf, ribs, like, I imagine he'll play, but he may not be 100%, and that's good for the Panthers. I mean, like, if you're a linebacker and he comes over to the middle, do you take the shot out the ribs? Yes. I mean, I think you do. I, yeah. I think you have to earmark that as something to try. Of hey, Imagine... DK getting hit by Frankie Louvu. Exactly. Like, like Yeah. Or Jeremy Chin. He can light some people up too. Yeah, Chin too. Um, so those are the injuries. Again, you know, the Panthers have some significant ones, but not uh, the laundry list of injuries that Seahawks have. So uh, all right, Jared. What's uh, what are the betting odds looking like here? Uh, did you just call me Jared? I said Jerry. Oh, okay. It sounded like Jared. Jerry. Uh, the Carolina Panthers are six and a half point underdogs. Not that shocking. Uh, the over under is 42. A little higher than we've seen. It's a little higher, but I don't think it's because of the Panthers. 
Oh, I see. You don't uh, think, do you think the line moves at all with Andy Dalton coming in? I, I don't know. Uh, the, yeah. the Seattle Seahawks are have given up 30 and 31 points the past two games. Obviously, that's only mm. been two games. But I was relatively shocked when I looked that up. I was like, wow. Like, normally well, a that's solid defense. Uh, right. Historically, you think, you know, I mean, Legion of Boom was a long time ago, but historically they've had a pretty strong defense. Um. So yeah, that 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 is interesting. Um, and it could be because of the injuries. I mean, I yeah. think I saw like three or four starters on there. So, right, right. Still six and a half point favorites. So you know, Vegas <laughs> doesn't have a very strong opinion of the Panthers in this game. But um, I have a uh, well. I'll talk about it later. But um, interesting. All right, Jared. Let's move on to <laughs> keys to a Panthers victory uh, i like the first one that you have here jerry yeah first of all this isn't necessarily for a victory this game but the offense desperately needs to find an identity like when steve wilkes was here last year we had an identity a smash smash mouth, smash mouth. football yeah. even if they don't go to that they need to kind of figure out what they do well because right now there has been nothing the past i mean they run the ball well they're ninth they? in the league in ru- in rushing yards per game. I yeah, mean, that's but not rushing something. yards per game or uh, attempt. I think they. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, it might be okay. average rush per game. Um, let me see. Yards okay. per rush attempt. We are currently sitting at fourth. Fourth. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, ninth ninth in rushing yards per game. Fourth in yards per attempt. I do want to say I'm wondering if. Uh, Bryce Young's 26-yard run <laughs> may skew that a little bit. Maybe. I mean, but still, that's that's good. Uh, net passing yards per game, 32nd. Yeah. So, not great. <laughs> what Truly one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I agree. They need to find an, an identity. They need and, it, and if it is going to be running the ball, then run the ball more. And, run and the not, ball more than you pass the ball. And not run the ball up the teeth of the defense when it's not working right. constantly. Right. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we see something different from the Panthers this this week in terms of offenses. It's just not been fun to watch. So mm-hmm. I, that's all I want. I just want something that's enjoyable. Um, next, we have win the third down, and that's on offense and defense. Yeah. Again, this is a, a very uh, a common one that we always have on here, but it's extremely important. And it's something that they actually did in week one. Had they not turned the ball over so many times, they would have won that game. No, no doubt in my mind. Um, something they did not do very well last week against the Saints. So need to get back to figuring out how to stop these guys. Now there's no Taysom Hill on this Seattle team. <laughs> Thankfully. So hopefully uh, they'll be able to stop the run a little better than they did against them. But, you know, keep them in third and long. And keep yourself in third and short, and you'll have success. Yeah, and, and again, Seattle has not been lighting it up either. I mean, they right. went 2-9 and nine on their third down conversions in week one. And I think it was it was better in week two in their win, but it wasn't great. Six out of 11. So yeah. there's, there's possibilities there of stopping them. Seattle's offense has not been good. No. They're 25th in total yards per game, better than us. We're 28th. Yeah. 
Um, but they're 26 in rushing yards per game. They're 17th in passing yards per game. Uh, they allowed only three sacks, so their offensive line has played well. Uh, but their third down efficiency is 20th. You know, they're a beatable team. They're not a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. So this is a game the Panthers, if you come in and play the kind of football that I think you and I both believe is capable. they're capable of playing, this is a game they could win. Should win, maybe. Yeah, again, I'm not going to go yeah. with should win because they haven't looked good at all. No, no, I, I would say could win. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they should win this game the way they've looked. I, I agree. Yeah. I don't think Seattle has looked that good, but they did just beat a Detroit team I think is pretty solid. So, Yeah, true. True. And it's still early. Like, all these all these stats, all these numbers, like, it, you look at them in another two weeks, another five weeks, it's going to be completely different. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, and my last key play... The offensive line, and when I say offensive line, I'm talking to the guard spots, not really uh, mm. the Tackle. bookends or in the center. They need to play better. They were getting pushed around. They were lowest grades on PFF, and it was noticeable on on the tape and watching the game live. You could tell that yep. they were getting pushbacks. Like, I called out Taylor Moten, but after that first series, I really didn't see much. Yeah, um, I mean, we saw it in the PFF grades. Yeah, their tackles and the tackle or the guards were bad. With Christensen out again, you know who is it going to be at right guard? Do they move Zavala back to right guard where he actually looked pretty good, and then play somebody you know Cade Mays or Thrak Morton or whoever at left guard? I don't know. This offensive line we thought was going to be a strength coming into the season, and it's just turned into a the, mash unit already, and it's just not... Yeah, the mash unit is struggling. And Bozeman yeah, has yelling. not played his best football, but he's also coming back from that injury, so he's probably still getting back to yeah. game readiness. So. Yeah, um, yeah, but I agree. You know, uh, offensive line needs to play better. And then I'll throw, you know... Pass rush has been good mm-hmm. for the Panthers. You know, eight sacks already, which puts us tied for third. Um, get to Geno. I mean, Geno Smith is has played well, played well last year, got a good contract. But Geno Smith is not Patrick Mahomes. Geno Smith is what? probably a you know a, a middle of the road quarterback that you can shake if you get to him. Knock him down. Play good, you know, play good coverage. You can get to him. So, and, and uh, let's be yeah. real. That that has been a again, our defense has or the defense has been solid. It's yeah. the offense that hasn't been. I mean, right. we I complained about not really seeing Justin Houston last or the first week. He looked good sure. last week. I mean, yes, he yeah. wasn't Frankie Louvu, but Frankie Louvu went off. Frankie Louvu, Frankie like if the season ended today, Frankie Louvu would be an All Pro. He should. He has been fantastic, and, and he's earning a lot of money that we're probably not going to pay him. Yeah, unfortunately. Exactly. Now I will say this: I, I'm looking at Geno Smith's um, stats for the season. Yeah, you got to hit him. You got to yeah. hit him and get him pressured. His passing rating 
Her PFF, when kept clean, is an 85.3. Mm-hmm. Drops to a 44.1 under pressure. Yeah. I mean, that's normal that it drops, but that's a significant drop. I mean, even... And they've when... been... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, they've been throwing the ball a lot. Yeah. They, they've thrown the ball almost 68% of the time mm-hmm. in the first two games. Like, that's a, that's a ton. That is a ton. So, um, of course, the Panthers are 64, so it, that's also just ridiculous. But I guess when you have a quarterback as your coach, you know, you don't want to throw <laughs> the ball. But sorry for interrupting you there. No, no, you're fine. I was just going to say, it's even when you just pr- blitz, doesn't even mean you get there. It drops down to like a 60. So yeah. that's not under pressure. That's just a blitz. Yeah. Run. Get, get him rattled. Yeah. Get after him. That should be the game plan every week, in my opinion. But, uh, you know. I think that's the game plan most NFL teams should have every week. Yeah. Is hit the yeah. quarterback, rattle him. Yeah. I mean, you're not going up against a Lamar Jackson running type quarterback here. This is Geno Smith. He's a pocket guy. Get out and run if he has to a little bit, but he's not looking to do that. So he he wants to sit in the pocket and throw the ball. All right. Um, predictions? Uh, yeah. Um, do we want to take a short break and come right back, or do we want to? Try yeah, to- yeah. Let's let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. And we are back. Uh, to do our predictions because our timer was running out and we don't pay for uh, Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we need to. If anybody knows like a a way to like pirate a Zoom subscription or something, like let us know. Yeah. You know, or just like a really really cheap way to do like a gray market, like change your your country to India or something to. You know, there's there's ways to do it. I'm sure. Yeah, shoot us an email. Uh, before we get to predictions, we've got a beer bet. Yes, we do. Beer bet of the week. Sorry, that was that was, that was all my bad. Waiting on you. All right. Uh, the Panthers have not been very good throwing the ball. I no. think we're averaging like 130 yards passing or something per game. Um, Andy Dalton, uh, rumored to be starting this game. We're going to set the over-under at 190 passing yards. Jerry is taking the over. I am taking the under. I swear so when you, prop- you said this, you said 90, not 190. But I'll take it. I'll go with it. Oh, did I say 90? I meant 190. I definitely <laughs> was, I was thinking like, 190. I was like, yeah, I'll definitely take that over. Okay. I thought you jumped on that very quickly. I was surprised. Okay. 190. Jerry's still taking the over. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's get to some bold predictions here. Jerry's bold prediction is the offense throws for more than 90 yards. (laughs) I was really curious on that. But, okay, uh, Uh, my bold prediction is we rattle Geno Smith. And he throws three interceptions this week against us. Okay. Hey, do you think that... Bryce will be active? No. So if he doesn't play, he's not going to be like listed as the backup or the emergency oh. quarterback. Oh, we... I think he has to. Unless they um, bring uh, Jake Lutz. They signed him to the practice squad. Jake Luton. They, they did sign him to the so practice squad. So they may have so to activate him on Sunday. They could elevate him. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm wondering like if 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 Bryce is active but second string. How does that make you feel? I would say I, kinda, I, hate I, it. I I I do too. I I think you yeah. have to elevate Luton. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, my bold prediction is I think the Panthers do figure something out in terms of the passing game. I think Shark is heavily involved in this game. I think they're going to force feed him. I think he ends up with 10 targets, over 100 yards receiving, and a touchdown. Which doesn't sound like a bold prediction, but the way this offense has looked might be the boldest prediction I've ever made. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, they have looked bad. But, uh, yeah, I do think they get it going this game this week. All right, game predictions. Now, I have a bet with a buddy oh. who was talking a lot of smack about the Panthers. He's a Panthers fan, just talking all kinds of crap. And uh, said they were going to go 0-17. Actually, said they were going to go 0-16, so that's how much he knows about football. But uh, <laughs> wow. he, uh, I told him, I said, the Panthers are going to win this game. I bet him a dinner. The Panthers are going to win this game, and when they do... I'm going to go to a very fancy place and I'm going to make him pay for it. Panthers win this game 28-13. Blowout. I would love that and hate that at the same time because then I, I then I, then the Andy Dalton. All you're going to hear. Yep. Bryce Young's the horrible pig, blah, blah, blah. Yep. That being said, I don't think it's going to happen. I think. The Sea Chickens will win this game at uh, 21 to 13. You're where I was last week. Yeah. For some reason I have I have faith. And I and I made that bet by the way before I knew that Bryce was out. So I I made that bet thinking that they were going to figure it out with Bryce. So um so we'll see. All right. Any final thoughts on this Panthers Seahawks matchup before we look at some other stuff here? No, I, I really, it's I such really, a weird feeling. It is right? because especially with Bryce out, it's like I don't want yeah. them to look too good without Bryce, just because. Then, then you're really questioning Bryce Young, even though his stats yeah. look good, but or not stats, but. It's yeah, it's 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 one of those things. It's. Either the Panthers look bad and it's sort of justified, like, okay, it's not Bryce, right? Mm-hmm. Or they try a bunch of different crap on offense. Andy Dalton's good enough to make it work. And all of a sudden, the Bryce haters are just crowing all week. And then if Bryce comes back in week four and they have another off week, like, this kid's not going to be able to catch a break no. from the fans. Uh, and I hate it because I think we, I think we all just need to be patient with Bryce. He's. I don't think Bryce is the problem. He's not NFL ready. I, I yeah. don't think uh, the Bryce is the problem. That's yeah. my. Opinion. I mean, I agree. I agree. I, but I do think we need to be patient. With Bryce, uh, you know, and just be, have some grace. Like, the the stuff that I've seen said about him. Oh yeah. It's just not. It's just uncalled for. It's just not. It's not cool. So. He, he got stuck in a really bad situation with this offense being so pitiful for so many years yeah. that, you know, people just got excited. And and I guess maybe also Cam Newton's first couple games 
they lost, but he lit it up, so it was a different feeling in. But Cam had Jeremy Shockey, Greg Olson, Steve Smith, D'Angelo Williams, like Jonathan Stewart, I think, was still on the team. Like they he had weapons. I agree. And he was Cam Newton. An MVP of the league, a future Hall of Famer, likely. You know, the best player in Panthers history, arguably. You know, it's hard to compare. You can't compare uh, Bryce I, to that. You, <laughs> like, but, not but, you, specifically. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the people that are, it's completely different. Completely different circumstances. Completely different. And I think Ron Rivera's a better coach than Frank Wright. At least he's proven to be over the course of history. I mean, so. he's got Washington looking good. Yeah. All right. Um, let's look at the other NFC South games here. Uh, the Saints and the Packers play uh, in Green Bay. Packers are interesting. Saints have won two games, but I don't think they've particularly looked great in those two wins. But, hey, they're 2-0. and Okay. And then the Eagles and Bucks, a, a matchup of undefeated guys uh, going against each other in Monday Night Football on ABC. That's going to be a fun game, too. Yeah. Uh, I did forget to put uh, Atlanta at Detroit. That's going to be a fun game, too. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I just realized yeah. that Atlanta wasn't in there. Yeah. All those games will be good. Um Obviously, I hope the NFC South goes 0-3 in those two, three games. Yeah. The Panthers win, and all of a sudden we're right there. But, you know, it's uh, Philadelphia is a five-and-a-half-point favorite over Tampa and Tampa. So Vegas does not believe that that 2-0 Tampa team is real. No, not at all. And I don't either. Yeah. Whereas Green Bay is only a one-and-a-half-point favorite in Green Bay against the Saints. So Vegas does believe in the Saints. Very interesting. Well, a lot Very of people believed in the Saints before the season too. Yeah. So. I, I I still don't believe in them. I don't either. I think they're like an eight-win team, but we'll see. That could be enough. All right. Um, I think that's going to do it. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Meow Mix Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at Mailbag at MailMixPodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We'll be back Sunday evening. This is a 4 o'clock start, so we'll be back Sunday evening to talk about the Panthers' victory, hopefully. Uh, But we'll be here either way. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. (laughs) 